Hello and welcome to Real Talk Women and Teens, a podcast for women and teen girls where we discuss all the things I wish someone else would have taught me much earlier in my healing journey. I am your host, Allie Watson. I'll be sharing my steps, missteps, client experiences, and tools to help you navigate that loud brain of yours and reclaim your life. Thank you for joining me today. Let's dive in. In today's episode, we are going to discuss what managing your anxiety really means. If you are someone who has struggled with anxiety, somewhere along the way, you may have been prescribed medication to help with your anxiety symptoms. But even with taking your medication, you still can't seem to get a hold of your anxiety and you are still struggling through the day. You're plagued by overthinking and your brain's incessant need to predict every possible situation plan for the worst case scenario, or try to control every tiny variable. It's exhausting, not just because your brain won't shut up, but because overthinking can create a very real stress in your body that physically wears you out. Often when my clients first come to my practice, they come to me feeling like they are a special case, like they are broken or beyond repair and no one else experiences the level of anxiety that they do. Again, they are taking their prescribed anxiety medication daily, but they can't seem to get a grasp on their anxiety. I have found that this is because there's a huge disconnect surrounding what anxiety medication actually does. Most of the women that I have worked with has thought that their anxiety medication would solve their anxiety and they just don't understand why they are still struggling through it. This is because anxiety medication is designed to help reduce the physical symptoms of anxiety like upset stomach, racing heart, fast breathing, headaches, restlessness, but the medication alone does not solve the problem. It does not manage your anxiety. It does not address what's causing the anxiety in the first place. It just provides some relief from your symptoms. Taking anxiety medication may be a piece of the puzzle for you, but puzzles have many pieces, right? And each piece fits uniquely together within the puzzle to complete the full picture. Think of your anxiety as a puzzle. There are several pieces and for you, maybe one of those pieces is a prescribed medication. But if you're missing the management pieces, like the skills and tools of how to recognize, interrupt, or redirect what causes your anxiety inside and outside of your body, You will always be a piece short in your puzzle and you will never have the full picture. So how do you manage your anxiety? One way to manage your anxiety is to learn where it comes from in the first place. This is the awareness piece. So to become aware, you need to identify your internal and external stressors or your triggers. A simple way to remember the difference between internal and external stressors is that internal stressors are inside of your body and external stressors are outside of your body. Internal stressors are the most common type of stress. It is that overthinking, that negative self-talk you engage in when you tell yourself you're not good enough or you're not deserving. It's that perfectionism that you are always striving for. Self-comparison, self-doubt, which is what always has you second-guessing yourself and the decisions that you make. 
and even those feelings of uncertainty, fear, and worry. So for external stressors, remember these are outside of your body. So this could be a crying kid, a work or school deadline, relationship problems with a significant other, friend, family, coworker, finances, busyness or task, and it includes your physical environment like crowded or cluttered space, bright lights, and loud noises. So today I'm going to share you my two-step process that I walk all of my clients through in the very beginning to identify and bring awareness to stressors just like these. The first step of my two-step process is by doing a thought dump. This is a great way to take inventory of all the thoughts that are creating stress and anxiety for you. A thought dump is exactly how it sounds. You dump all of the thoughts that are bouncing around in your brain onto paper. You can learn so much from your thoughts and the type of thinking that you tend to lean into by doing a thought dump. I personally do mine every morning before my kids wake up, before my household gets moving. It provides such a relief just to get the thoughts out of my brain so that my brain doesn't continuously cycle them over and over throughout my day. Some of my clients um, find more value doing this exercise at night, but you get to choose which will be most effective for you, morning or night, maybe midday. The key is just consistency here. Start with a small goal of doing this every day for two weeks and then take note of how you feel after doing that for two weeks. When you do your thought dump, I want you to be real and raw. This is not the time to filter yourself or use proper grammar. This may look like one giant run-on sentence that doesn't make much sense and jumps from one topic to another, and that's okay. To kick you off, I'm going to share a thought jump from one of my clients so that you know you are on the right track, okay? So she wrote, I feel so burnt out. I am physically, mentally, and emotionally drained. I have no time to myself. My job is mentally exhausting. I'm so stressed out. I barely sleep. I just want a break. Your thought dump should take very minimal time. You shouldn't have to put much intentional thought into what you are thinking because it's already things that are cycling or wearing you down, creating feelings in your body. So just let them fall out. Now, once you are done with your thought dump, again, that's step one of my two-step process. You're going to move into step two of the process, which is digging a little bit deeper. I want you to single out each thought and go deeper by answering these three questions. And it's most effective if you write this down. So you'll write your thought down and then you'll write the answers to these questions next to it. Question number one, why? Question number two, what is preventing me or how have I contributed to this? Now, question number two is two parts. Some of your thoughts may only apply to one of those questions. So if so, pick the one that it applies to. Question number three, how can, what can I do to change this? Now, your brain is going to try to offer you answers like, I don't know. There's nothing I can do and so on, but I really want to challenge you to take some time on these answers because they will provide you really great insight on what you can do right now to begin managing some areas of your life 
that are contributing to your stress and anxiety. To make this even easier, I did create an easy to follow worksheet for this exercise. So if you'd like to grab a copy, just hop down to the show notes below and I have it linked there. Now that you have learned my two-step process for identifying your stressors and diving a little bit deeper into them, you are equipped with an invaluable tool that you can use to turn towards your anxiety and understand yourself a little bit better in a curious and compassionate way. If you want to learn how to apply these tools in your everyday life in a way that goes beyond just listening to this podcast and you want to make sure that you are implementing them on a regular basis, then I'd love to offer you personalized support in my one-to-one coaching program, Renewed. You can learn more and book a free discovery call by clicking the link below in the show notes. Thank you for listening to another episode of Real Talk Women and Teens. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review to help me get powerful tools like these to women and teen girls who need them. And if you yourself are looking for more personalized support, consider joining me inside my one-to-one coaching program, Renewed.